Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today. So, uh, we jump back in the fray. Okay, John chapter 10. Uh, you know, when you read through the scripture and read through the gospel, particularly John, you see that Jesus was confronted day in and day out with all sorts of uh, uh, accusation, all sorts of uh, combative <laughs> behavior. Um, it's just ongoing. Uh, sometimes I think we sort of think at the back of our mind, well, it was a nice little three or three and a half years for Jesus until they killed him. No, it was a <coughs> day in, day out of confrontation, Okay. And the latest one right here, the Jewish leadership had come up to him, and they literally said, hey, how long are you going to keep us in suspense right here? If you're the Christ, tell us point blank. Tell us blamely. Well, you remember Jesus' response. He said, I told you, but you did not believe. He said, the works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me, but you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. So he just tells them, he says, I have told you by my works but you refuse to believe. And the reason you don't believe is because you're not my sheep. Now, Jesus continues. We stopped there in the last episode, but he continues. Verse 27, he says this, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So he's telling them, the ones that are hearing my voice, the ones that believe me, the ones that are following me, they are mine because they know my voice, and they know who I am. And then he sort of doubles and triples down on this in verse 28. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Now, these next three verses are, are, are just amazing. Because listen to what Jesus said. The ones who believe, the ones that are mine, I give them eternal life. And they're never going to perish. Well, you can imagine after he says this, the religious rulers jump on that, and we'll probably get to that in the next episode, okay? But he tells them they're never going to perish. They're never going to die. And then he says, no one will snatch them out of my hand. That verse right there is used a great deal uh, uh, out of the background I'm out of uh, within the church in a phrase called once saved, always saved. Uh, you will not find that phrase anywhere in the Scripture. You can look and look and look all you want to for the verse that says, once saved, always saved. You won't find it. You will find the principle. You will find the understanding that if you are truly saved. Now, hear me on that, folks. If you're truly saved, if you're truly born again, no one can snatch you out of God's hand. You see it in Galatians that in the same way that we attain salvation, we attain salvation because the Lord has called us. He's chosen, he's elected, he's selected, he's predestined, all those called, all those terms. And we believe by faith. There is that wondrous parallel situation of the sovereignty of God and responsibility of man, okay? But we respond in belief, and when we do that, we are saved. But the Lord is the one who convicts. The Lord is the one who calls. He, in the same way that we attain salvation, that salvation is maintained, and so I can't do enough religious activities to maintain my salvation. My salvation is maintained by faith also. And it, you see here, you see over in Galatians and some passages, that the Lord is the one who protects us, who watches over us. No one will snatch us out of his hand. Verse 29, he says this, My Father who has given them to me. So you learn more about salvation. 
Those that are truly saved are given to the Son by the Father. And so he says, my Father is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. So he's saying nobody is going to be able to snatch these sheep who truly believe out of my hand or out of my Father's hands. And then he says this, John 10, 30. I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. And he's already said repeatedly, he's been driving home the point that he is from the Father, that the Father had sent him, et cetera, et cetera. But now he is saying, I and the Father are one. He's literally equating himself with being equal with God. Well, we don't have to imagine what the response of the Jewish leadership was. And, of course, they would rabble-rouse the crowd all around. Verse 31 tells us the Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Okay, they knew what he was saying. They knew that he was saying, I am God. I am the one that has been spoken of. I am the one in whom you should believe. They're not going to believe it. They picked up stones to stone him. Verse 32, Jesus answered them, I've shown you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? Notice how he's driving home the works, the works. The works testified of who he was. He didn't want to get into the debate saying, I am the Christ, I am the Christ, you have to believe. They could have stoned him for blasphemy. But they were having a hard time with stoning him for the good works. They were trying to infer blasphemy for the, from the various things he had said up to this point in time. But now he comes back and says, okay, which one of these good works are you going to stone me for? Well, verse 33, they answered, the Jews answered him, it is not for a good work that we're going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. <laughs> well, these Jewish leaderships, leaders, I mean, they were just going ballistic on this. The next verse, which we're not going to get into right now, we'll probably get into a couple episodes down the road because I think I want to go to Ezekiel 34 in the next episode, if I can remember it, uh, because I want to talk and uh, see what one portion of the Scripture at least says about these poor shepherds. Okay, Remember, Jesus was dealing with this shepherd motif all the way through, with this sheep motif, and the seed that God had warned them about becoming the kind of shepherds that they actually were. But from what he said right here, they're saying, we're going to stone you because you being a man, make yourself God. You're not going to believe what Jesus said next. I may deal with it next time just for the sake of continuity, okay? Because he picks up something right here, folks, which if we can get this understanding of the Scripture, if you can see what's being said, and we may chase this around a couple episodes now that I'm thinking about it. When you see this right here, it opens up up the word to you. You're not going to believe how it opens the word up to you. In the meantime, don't be shocked, folks. Don't be surprised if when you tell the truth, people want to pick up the stones and stone you. Okay? Uh, people are far, far too distracted by trying to uh, look socially and politically acceptable rather than dealing with the truth. Nothing new. Jesus is quite a model for us on how to handle such things. Anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you again next time.